Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, big time. Wednesday, Ty. I am fired up this morning, man. <laughs> Why are you so fired up? What happened? I, I heard a little pregame speech, heard a little pep talk. You did? Show. Yeah. From who? Lee? Uh, a national champion. That's who. Oh, oh wow. you mean the uh, the audio that's making its way around the sports radio and television world. Uh, you want to take a listen to Kirby Smart? And now we know why Georgia sandblasted TCU at SoFi a couple of nights ago. Here was the Georgia head coach. Yo ass is prepared for this for 365 days. I think about the in that locker room. Think about getting our opportunity. All you went through this week to get ready for this game, now is when you pay the price. You go out there with energy, enthusiasm. Hey, now, ain't nobody in this room should be cautious. Ain't nobody in this room should be nervous about Go out here and your ass up. Don't think about scoreboard. Don't think about You think about knocking the out of them. Did you hear what Box said on Monday? When I sat in that meeting, I wanted to go play right then. Do your up out of here. Two years ago, your up. Pride and joy. Tell me you these guys up. You go play the right way. You play the right way. You knock their ass off. You stay off the ground. You tackle the man with the ball. It's easy. Look at the right punish their ass on offense and kick their ass on special teams, guys. It's about who the we are. I believe in you. Let's go. That's football, baby. I mean, I, that, that's, I mean, look, the reality is in our society today, there are going to be some people who are offended by that. And, and, and look, I understand there's some profanity in it. That comes with the sports. That comes some. with sports in general. <laughs> you know? like Did you say some profanity? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what, here's what I'll say. Is I, I played for enough coaches who used profanity in pregame speeches that yeah, I, I would categorize that one in my book for coaches that I've played for as some. That's not that profane list from what I've heard. So I'll put it this way. There will be some people who are offended by that because of what he said and how he said and everything else. And and here's here's what I'll just say to you is you'll never understand. You'll never get it. 
Like there is a certain switch you have to turn on in order to go play the game of football at that level and as well as they do. And, and we can talk about the merits of a pregame speech, whether it matters anyway. You know, I've heard some great pregame speeches, and you come out the first quarter, get your ass kicked. But the reality is that it, it's, it's fun to be a part of that. It's fun to hear that. It's fun to be around your teammates, all the sacrifices and effort you put into the game. And right before you have a chance to go win another national championship, have your coach getting you fired up for it and talking about the physicality of football, which is ultimately when you go back and watch that tape, you know, I don't care if you look at the stats, the scoreboard. What a lot of people don't understand is the physicality that came with that ass whooping that TCU took. And that's exactly what Georgia did. So, you know, kudos to, to Kirby Smart. I mean, they deserve it. They're the kings right now of college football. It's called culture. You know, that, that, that idea of them being underdogs and that being what they wrote as their motivation during the course of this season, it all starts with a belief. You know, and Kirby Smart had them believing that nobody thought that they could repeat being national champions. Nobody thought that they would go undefeated. They'd be a five-loss team. And, and reality is what perception is. I don't know what five teams Georgia would have lost to, but he convinced <laughs> them that they were going to be a five-loss team. I mean, he's a hell and, of a salesman. Well, that's crazy. Can LeVar? What the hell would you have said if you thought, like, if, if you was trying to spew that to you? Would you buy into that? I, I, again, if I'm in the culture of it, it from the outside looking in, hell no. <laughs> from, the, from the inside looking out, you know how that goes, Q. Well, I'm saying, I got you. Yeah, coach, I hear you. If you believe in that coach, whether you thought that he was accurate or not, you still feel like I need to defend that. Like, coach really feel like five teams going to beat our ass. Like, dang, coach really feels that way. So, you know what? Like, it takes those leaders on the team and those guys that buy in to be like, man, we ain't letting that happen. We're not only not going to lose five games, we're not going to lose a game. And then now it starts to kind of take shape. It starts to take hold. And that's the, you know, to me, that's the tone of what Kirby Smart's pregame speech was. You know, that's something that was, you know, if you're a coach and, and, and the guys love you, you're one of those guys that that's, that continues for an entire – from the time they started from the last, last national championship to their winter workouts to spring ball to the start of football season to first game to that ending point. Kirby Smart was feeding them all them bleeps, explicitives, and all those all those real you know words that that got them to pull together, and and that to me, that's what separates the 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 coaches that are able to get get guys to play out of their minds and beyond themselves, and the ones that just have guys that you know they they're really really great athletes and can play football. But when when the going gets tough, you know, adversity tends to maybe swallow them up. You know, it just didn't seem like the moment was too big for Georgia. And I think that that's because the culture Kirby Smart has been able to build is something that harbors the, the true belief in yourself. And obviously, by his language, being who you want to be. 
you know, because Kirby Smart was being who he wanted to be in that moment. I think it's all about those guys being who they want to be and being good enough to be the best when they're who they want to be. You know, I got to, this might be a little controversial, but I'm looking through and I just, I can't see where they would have lost five games. I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm looking through it. I, I'm not trying to. Why are you taking that seriously? Why are we even entertaining that? Look, like, they, that was, they were, I mean, come on. They were dominant, man. I, it was uh, just a phenomenal season. Uh, there were two games that were within one score. Other than that, everything else was a convincing win. It was the game against Missouri and then the game against Ohio State, which which was fantastic. But other than that, everything else was convincing. And maybe there were more of these. Here's my question. How did this get out? How did this audio of this pregame speech get out? Like, did was somebody recording on their phone and decided we're going to send it out? If the, Okay, Probably. if that's the case, wouldn't that piss Kirby Smart off? Unless... Yeah. He's okay with this getting out because he feels like this might be a little bit of a recruiting tool as well also. Because this, this makes him we paints him out. We live in a day and age. We live in a day and age where you cannot assume that something won't get out. So if I'm Kirby Smart, if I'm any coach at any major college, if I'm any coach at any college, you know what? There are cameras around. There were probably cameras around. Jonas, oh, like, yeah. you know, people document these things. So his voice was being recorded, you know, and, and whether it got released the way it did or it got released through a, a, you know, a game, a game day show, you know, that highlights the team, whatever it may be. He knows he knows what he's got going on. So I don't I don't think that he would be upset that that audio got out there. I mean, that's who he is. That's who he is. <laughs> I mean, and it also makes him look good, like because he looks like he's got the well, command a, of the of the team, and they went out and then and then just stomped TCU out the way they did. So not a bad look to, for him. To us, yeah. I mean, again, there's going to be people or parents who are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe he talked to my son like that. I can't believe, can't believe he's saying those things." It's again, and it's hard to relate, and it's hard to have the perspective unless you've you've played football. That and and I think the game of football is one where physicality just isn't something that is really in our daily life quite as much. You're, you're starting to see more of a division between kind of the people who look for it, the people who want to get into MMA or boxing and football and, and, and true collision sports. I think as Dr. Dr. Chow talks about, he says it's not a contact sport. He says basketball is a contact sport. He's like football is a collision sport. And then he's right. But there's people who have played it, who understand it, who want that. There's people who don't. And if you don't, then you don't understand the, the mental frame of mind you need to be in to go play that. And, and it's obviously one thing if, if you're LeVar and you're the hammer. And I'll be honest with you, as a quarterback, it's, it's the same thing, though. But you're usually the nail. Like, there is a, there's a mentality you have to have, even as the quarterback, and understanding, like, you're going to get hit. You are going to get hit. I'll never forget, like, one of the first times my, my parents were like, do you want to play baseball? And I was young, and, it was, you know, we had played t-ball and coaches pitched and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. There, there's going to be kids pitching? They're like, yeah. They're like, what if it hits me? And they're like, well, it could hit you. And I was like, I don't think I want to play. And my dad looked at me, and he goes, look, let's go outside. And so we went outside, and he took four baseballs. And he goes, go grab your bat. 
Okay. So I stood there. And he hit me with four baseballs. <laughs> and, 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 and literally, the, the point was is, and, and he kind of threw, threw the first one kind of easy, and I kind of like got out of the way. And he's like, what are you, I was like, what are you doing? He goes, I want to show you what it feels like. I said, I don't think I want to do this. He goes, just, just, just listen. And so the next one he throws is kind of soft, hits me. I was like, that's not so bad. He goes, that's right. He goes, that's not so bad. And the next one he threw a little harder. I go, yeah, that's not bad. And the next one was a little harder. And he goes, look. He goes, you're going to get hit by a baseball. That's okay. He goes, but at some point in time, too, he goes, you're going to hit a home run, and it's the greatest feeling you're ever going to have. And he was right. So I just I feel like there's too many times that, like, <laughs> we, we try to coddle people for the realities of life and of sport. And that's just not, that's just not the case. That's, I mean, that was a Kirby Smart, that was a Kirby smart moment. Uh, by the way, Chop, oh, yeah. I, I love the idea of Chopper going high and tight on his own son. He was the best, man. He was the best. Hey, that's great. Hey, by the way, to your point, Q, a lot of, of high school coaches are getting accused of bullying. A lot of high school, co- like I've I've even seen where there was like basically like a, a an investigation, like a like a school school board investigation yeah. Yeah. and and trial hearing for what would be considered bullying, and it, it's amazing to me how hard coaching, it, and and so a, a parent now will will interpret the way you scream at their child as you're bullying them. You're screaming at them. You're not screaming to them. You're not screaming to urge them on. You're not screaming to encourage them or to educate them. You're just screaming at them. And that's like the society that we live in now is that you can't, what Kirby Smart did, you have to be at the college level or the pro level to be able to talk to kids that way anymore can't do it any any other place like it's very difficult to be able to coach hard or to to create hard conversations with kids at the high school level you, you know what i hate that I, I don't want to get on a soapbox here for a second but this is why i hate that we're trying to protect kids from failing even in our society we're almost trying to protect people from failing it's the worst lesson it's the worst thing you can do if you don't let people fail, then whenever things get tough in the future, guess what? They're going to quit. They're not going to be able to fight through. They're not going to be able to push through. It's the worst lesson you can give someone. It's, oh, it's getting tough. Okay, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Take, take it with you. Take, go, go ahead. Go on home. Yeah, it's the worst thing you can do. And, and I feel like at, at the youngest ages now, we're starting to coddle kids. And we don't realize that like, it's okay to fail. Like at, at some point in time, you have to realize failures are learning experiences, and when you experience those failures, you got it, it's on you to figure out, okay, what can I do to to change it, and make it better, or or improve so it doesn't happen again. I mean, people out there right now are listening; they probably run a small business. What do you think happens when they fail? There's a chance of going bankrupt. It's their own personal wealth that impacts them, and impacts their family, and impacts the people they've hired and their jobs. I mean, there's a lot on the line. So I just – I think it's a terrible, terrible lesson. And, and, and there's obviously – you know, it coaches at, at a lot of places, by and large, do an amazing job. 
And in order to get someone to change their habits and change who they are, there has to be a transformation. That transformation is, does not come easy. They, change doesn't always come easy. So I, I hate hearing that stuff. I, I really do. I feel bad for a lot of coaches who have to deal with that sort of BS. There's a uh, quote that's out there that they use in fighting a lot. I think it might have been Nelson Mandela was the first one to use it, but he said, uh, you either win or you learn. There is no losing. Mm-hmm. So you either you you're successful or you're not, but you learn something from it. So good for Kirby well, Smart, man. Let it fly. Say, baby. Yeah, I think their their players obviously yeah. understand the mind frame they need to be in. Look for TCU, they got their butts kicked. The worst that was the worst beating I think we've ever seen. Have we seen one that's worse than that? No, that was bad. Yeah. And, and and the reality is is that will stick with them forever. Max Duggan, who had a phenomenal year, Sonny Dykes in his first year gets to a national championship. And as great of a season as it was, I mean, it's kind of weird, too, to think. They don't have any championships to go with it. They didn't win Big 12. And then they get the national championship. They don't yeah, win that. that's true, huh? It's, like... kind of, it's kind of crazy to think the success they had, yet they don't have no championship. <laughs> and, and, and so the reality is, as good of a season as it was, they will never forget this the rest of their life. Like, hey, man, we had a great season back in the day. Sure you did. Yeah. No, I'm serious. So, yeah. yeah, where's your Big 12 title? Where's your, your, your national championship? But, hey, they beat Michigan, so there's that. And uh, who knows? Maybe they chased Jim Harbaugh from the college ranks. We'll see. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy so apparently um, there's been some speculation about one team, uh, what one team might do. Easy for me to say at the top of the draft with their quarterback situation. We got some clarity kind of on that yesterday. We'll get into that for you in just a couple of moments from now. Well, guys, let me give you some clarity, okay? On Stamps.com, they've teamed up with the post office to get you huge mailing and shipping discounts up to 86% off. It's a new year no-brainer. Save serious money with Stamps.com. Use code 2PROS for a four-week trial, free postage, and a free scale. Stamps.com, code 2PROS. Stamps! All right. Oh, stamps. I liked how you did it yesterday better. Well, listen, who knows? I can go off-speed next hour. You never know. All right. That's true. Never, never know what you're going to get. Hey, you want to hear Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, uh, talk about what they're going to do at the top of the draft? Is, yeah. Is this the GM with the uh, Legos that he, he brings he does. up? He's got a uh, hey, LeVar, true story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even believe it's a true story. Ryan Poles, the GM for the Bears, has Legos that he was handing out yesterday as a sign of building the organization back up to where it needs to be with hmm. Legos. Thoughts on that? Yeah, <laughs> what do you think, Lavar? Because you're in Chicago, so I'm just wondering if you've also yeah, gotten a Lego. Did you get a Lego? Yeah. No, I did not receive a Lego. <laughs> let, let, let me ask you this. Is he giving it out to the entire organization? Members, I think it was members of the media, from my understanding. Maybe not. I mean, who knows? But I mean, I, I, if it would have been for me, it would have been Lincoln Logs when I was a little. Great point and great yeah. poll. Yes. Yeah. You guys remember those? those yeah, are, Lincoln those Logs. Are, yeah, are badass, yeah, man. And, they and still sell those? They had that little plastic roof you would put on the top, yeah. like the green roof. Little green roof. Yeah. Yeah, Lincoln Logs are better. I'll buy them Lincoln Logs. I'll probably end up playing with them more than they will. Yeah, because uh, Legos, I feel like Legos just, are kind of nerdy. It's a bit complicated. Yeah, Legos are kind of nerdy, too. Lincoln Logs feels like you're representing the heart of Americana. Oh yeah, but gosh. Lincoln Logs, you can't mess that up. You can buy you know, them. No, you can mess up. You can botch. You know, but, did, did, did he give different, different Lego pieces, or were they all the same? Here's uh, the, I'm not sure. I think there were. I thought there were different pieces. I mean, I think he gave out one for every win, so there's only a couple passed around. Oh boy! You know what would be dope as hell? You know what would be really, really dope is if he had one um, custom made, and whatever it is that his message of building is, once they all put them together, it actually was like a, you know, it was that. Yeah, it was a slogan, or whatever. Like bear down yeah, I mean, I be, or something. Like a, yeah, something like that, I guess. God, they got hey, a Bob, ton of Lincoln Logs around. Which, which hurts more to step on, a Lego or a Lincoln Log? Lego, not even close. 
What? Yeah. It depends. A Lego, yeah. depends. A Lego's like handing your kid a ninja star and turn it on know, its man. side. Yeah. Those Lincoln logs, like they'll, uh, it'd be like a shiatsu massage for your feet or it could like absolutely end your day. Yeah. No, I, yeah. you step on a Lego and it like, it changes the way you feel about life and whether you want to go on. It just depends on if it's a thicker Lego or not. If it's one of those slim ones, you might not even feel it. Yeah. I mean, like if it was like the, you know, like the standard block Lego, you step on that. Like any parent out there who's, you know, like walked in the dark because, you know, maybe the younger child started crying in the middle of the night. You step on a Lego and all of a sudden forget what the younger child is doing. They can figure that out on their own. You're trying to figure out whether or not you're going to get your leg amputated because you stepped on a Lego that somebody left out. All right. Here's a question I have for you. That's what happened to Lieutenant Dan, by the way. He stepped on a Lego. If if you slip... If you're holding your child so and you step on a Lego or a linking log and you slip and you're falling, do you throw the baby up and catch yourself from falling or do you go down with the baby? You go down with the baby, man. Okay, Jonas, what's your answer? I don't know where I, you're going. I, jo- like, Jonas, I'm not, what's your answer? I, I, I'd hope I'd protect the baby, but you know, like <laughs> until I get to that moment where I did this happen to you? Like, I'm, I'm just curious because I know in 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 Jonas's mind right now, he's sitting there thinking, I really want to tell the people I would throw the baby and say break my fall. Like that's what I feel like I would. Well, because well, I'm just picturing you know like a bouquet at a wedding. You know, like everyone. You know, it's like some people want to catch it, some people don't. Like I, I think that I'd want to catch the baby. Like they, that would be my my approach. No, no you wouldn't want to catch the baby. You wouldn't want to let the baby go. Is what you're saying. You would you would fall and take the fall to protect the baby. Yeah. I'm, well, uh, I mean, Berto, it, you know. Berto, are you are you holding the baby or are you you breaking your fall? Gotta hold the baby, man. Uh, <laughs> Y'all not being on right now, Lavar. I was just curious. A little heat check. Curious. A little heat check. Um, I'm breaking my fall. Hey, you know hey I'm, by the way, I'm gonna break my fall. By the way, have you seen how expensive Lincoln Logs are now? <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I just found out how much are they? <laughs> like a hundred bucks for a, a barrel. Dude, I, I was gonna buy them for my girls. I was like, oh, I right, screw that. They yeah. I'll go chop down a tree and whittle, <laughs> whittle some Lincoln logs. Um, whittle them. So, uh, <laughs> with, with that, we, we, we get to uh, Ryan Poles uh, from Logs and Legos to Poles. Here he was talking about, leave it alone, LeVar. Here he was Robert. talking about uh, the plan I, I at quarterback out. with the top of the draft, with the Bears picking one overall and Justin Fields still being their guy. Here was the Bears GM. We're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class and and I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. All right. So is he going to be blown away by either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or any of these quarterbacks during his evaluation that they would actually entertain the idea of going quarterback and maybe moving on from Justin Fields? I can't see it, man. I, I, I just I can't see it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's, it's going to be hard for me to see them wanting to move on from Justin Fields. Um, look, may, may, maybe they'll get someone who who is interested in Fields and what they've seen so far and wants to like reach out. But you got a guy who started 25 games for you up to this point. To me, he's shown progress despite what's around him. I mean, his 
from his rookie season where there's questions about his ability to throw and pass and all that to this past season where I think he's probably squashed some of those concerns, you know, improved his completion percentage, improved his touchdown to interception ratio, all that stuff. Um, yet they, they don't, they don't, I mean, he was sacked more than anyone else this season. Um, and look, he's a legit rusher. Did he he rushed for over a thousand yards this year, didn't he? Oh, easy. He was yeah. forty nine away from the all time record for a quarterback, and they sat in the final game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I think you have to at some point too. You know, I, I don't know that people look at him the same way as you look at like a Lamar Jackson and how dynamic of a runner he is, but he's very capable. And and so there's there's something special to him as well. I just I don't think you're throwing the towel on him now and move on from him just to grab one of these guys with where you're at. I think you. You convince people that maybe behind closed doors there's a guy you really love at one that a lot of other people love. And if, 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 if they want to trade with you out of it, okay, but it's going to take a lot. You know, that would be the only thing I think you'd leak out there publicly if you're Ryan Poles to make people think that, yeah, maybe, maybe we will take a quarterback at one. And if we're going to not be at one, you got to give us an offer that's so great we, we can't help it. Because I, I think – the problem with their position is if it's the Colts, for example, who obviously want a quarterback at number one, and they're, they're, I think they're sitting at four, is yeah. that right? Yeah, they're four. I mean, if you move back to four, you're not guaranteeing yourself you get a Jalen Carter, uh, depending on how the picks work out in front of you. You know, there might be some other teams that want Jalen Carter. There might be some other teams that want Will Anderson, you know, some of the top overall prospects outside of the quarterback position. So that's a little bit of the trickiness, too for the position that the Bears are in is, is how good is the offer they're made to get out of that pick if they're not going to take a quarterback with that spot? If- I think that's a tough one. I think I really do because it's not every day you get the number one overall draft pick. It's, it's not every day that it's a quarterback-heavy draft where you can look at you know two or three that – potentially could change the the trajectory of of your franchise i i think it'll come down to not just what they are able to do in their workouts but it'll come down to who they are as people and and sometimes we kind of undervalue the impact that a prospect can have on the the owner of the organization the the coaching staff of the organization in their interviews and I think that that's – I don't know – you know, everything I hear about Justin Fields, he's a stand-up dude, good dude. You know, I don't know that there would be, you know, that element that, that would play a part in terms of this guy may be a better leader in our locker room or whatever. All I know is I don't I, – when the team isn't good, I don't think anything is off the table. And the Bears aren't good. They're, they aren't good at all. They have a lot of fine young talent, but they're not a good team. So I, I would have to say if I'm them and I have the number one overall pick, you have to entertain everything that's out there, everything that's on the table. I mean, entertain it, entertain it. Like, seriously, not like even casual, like, oh, we have Justin Fields. Like, I'm entertaining everything. They've got, I think, the most salary cap in the NFL coming up in the offseason after just – 
you know, shedding, you know, money and contracts and all that stuff and just getting rid of it. And they've got Houston, and we talked about this on Monday. They've got Houston and Indianapolis who are looking for quarterbacks in the same division who are sitting at two and four. If I'm the Bears and you have an opportunity and Houston doesn't want to lose out on Bryce Young to Indianapolis. Force a blockbuster trade. Well, if, if that means that you can acquire, you just move back one spot and then you acquire the other pick that they've got from Cleveland, the Houston Texans, you'd have 2-12 and 12 all of a sudden by trading away one and probably something else, you know, uh, maybe next year or the year after. So you'd still end up with Jalen Carter or Will Anderson or whoever, whichever best player is sitting there at number two, and you acquire more picks. I, that's the ideal scenario and situation. Whether it happens, who the, who the hell knows, but I feel like Indianapolis and Houston, that game finishing the way that it did lined everything up for those teams to not only compete in the final week of this season, but now they're going to have to compete for the franchise quarterback they want because they can't lose out to the other on, on trying to get a guy that's going to set him back the next 10 years if they got to face that guy moving forward. This, this is the make-or-break moment for Ryan Poles. Yep. You know, general managers who take over a franchise, usually you're, you're taking over because there's a transition and things have gone poorly. Seldom do you find yourself with the combination of cap space and the number one overall pick as well. Where, and, and you've got the ability to really turn over this roster relatively fast. And, oh, by the way, you've got a rookie quarterback who showed promise in on, his, on his rookie deal. Or, or I should say rookie. He, he's a young quarterback who's still on his rookie deal as well to add to all of that. So it's, just, it's, a, it's a rare circumstance that this will either be what he's known for for next decade or so as their general manager – or three, four years from now, he's maybe on the streets because this whole thing didn't work out. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy we are going to catch up here momentarily with the great Petros Papadakis, uh, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show. It is a Wednesday tradition here, you know, so he's, uh, you know, getting fired up for this appearance, you know. Oh, right. up, man. He always does, man. He's, Hell yeah, he man. brings it. Yeah. By the way, I mean, you know, we do have to take up an issue that we got with Petros here. Because I feel What's like, that? Well, I feel like he represents all of Southern California. Yeah, just I mean, this stuff going on at SoFi, you know, it's it's a little little bit a uh, little bit of a disgrace what is happening. So let's try and get some answers from him right now. Uh, Petros Papadakis, he is the co-host of the Petros and Money Show. Which, by the way, where can you hear the Petros and Money Show, Brady? The Blue Torch. AM five seventy LA Sports, also an analyst for Fox and their coverage of college football, and he is a friend of the program. Every Wednesday, you hear from Petros here at the old Hi, P on friend. Twitter. Petros, what's happening? How are you? How come we're on time today? Is it because Don's freaking out about the clock? So what do you mean? Now, how, would that, how would that sound if he did? My man, you got to stay on the clock. You're killing yourselves. <laughs> I mean, you're leaving 15 minutes of ratings out there every day just doing the wrong breaks. My man, you got to help yourself. I want everybody to write down when the breaks are on a piece of paper and put it in front of the host so you know you got to get out at 16, 38, and 56. No more exceptions. Play them all. Oh, man. That is so well done. <laughs> and by, remember back in the day, and if they're not going to do that, just go to a hard out. Just in the middle of them talking. Oh yeah, that was fun. Late. Yeah, right in the middle of Jerry, <laughs> right in the middle of Jerry West telling me his father held a shotgun to his face. And, you know. Hey, I'm five seventy. The break music. You see me rolling. They hate rolling, trying to catch me riding. All right, Mr. West. Sorry about the problems with your dad on that dirt floor in West Virginia, but. Good luck with a book. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, so, uh, Petros, a lot of complaints about SoFi Stadium. And since you represent all of L.A. and Southern it California, sucks. I mean, 
Listen, Wait, rain. What? You think it stinks? Well, I think that it's a many-layered question, but uh, I think SoFi number one is a pretty good viewing experience when you're oh, in it's there awesome. to yeah. watch the game. But everything else absolutely blows. I mean, oh. the hot dogs look like a man's scrotum. Oh, uh, wow. Scrote dog. I didn't. I'll take I don't two. like hot dogs, so. Scrote dog. <laughs> I, you know what I didn't dog. like, Petros? And the parking is death. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not good parking. Um, I, I didn't like how you can't walk around the entire arena. You have to go up to walk over and then back down to get from the east side to the west side. Two like, dozen so, souls, Brady, have been lost and never found again. We don't know where they are. Two dozen people just lost, like in uh, <laughs> Everest. It's like the uh, the slopes of Everest littered with bodies. Yeah, you see them when you go up. Yeah, you just it, it's a, it is a vast place of no return. Parking is terrible. There's nothing to do in Inglewood uh, other than get your tire popped because of the stadium that the Clippers are building <laughs> into it and that endless construction, which is a, a nightmare in Inglewood. And there's also nowhere to go in Inglewood. Inglewood doesn't have a centralized area of a public meeting. You know, there's a sizzler. But other than that, it's a Roscoe's. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. Uh, it's just not an event place. So if you're going to have an event there, I mean, it's it's going to be as they continue to develop it. But right now, I mean, it's just this big ass stadium, and they wouldn't even let people tailgate for one reason or another. And Inglewood and the NCAA and the college football playoff and SoFi are all pointing fingers at each other as to why they wouldn't allow people to tailgate. But, I mean, what's with the half-stepping? I mean, if you're going to throw a party, throw the damn party. Or if you're not, give it to somebody else that knows how to. And it, it was an embarrassment to have the college football playoff there if they weren't going to actually have the college football playoff there. Now, the weather event at SoFi, look, we don't get a lot of weather here. Uh, and there's a reason that the news freaks out when it rains here and that everybody goes absolutely berserk is because not a, nothing here is built for the rain. All of our schools are outdoors and amphitheater style. Uh, all of our shopping, everything's outside. So when it rains, no one has anything designed for the rain and everybody just drowns and floods and fills with <laughs> mud and cries and Jeez. screams. I mean, it's a terrible uh, thing. And the rain was coming into SoFi sideways yeah, because it's a right. half dome and it was cold and all that. But, I mean, you don't have a party in L.A. because you think it's going to rain. You know, right. part, of it, part of the appeal is the weather. So that part of it and all the people slipping and sliding and the gurney traffic that was everywhere with all the people going down. People be, yeah, people get taken on stretchers <laughs> left uh, and right. Big fat uh, people I was, from the south. <laughs> I was I was at a uh, a pregame party deal and I, I like they were dropping left and right like slipping and sliding all kinds of stuff and it was actually uh, it was it was sad to see but you're kind of going yeah this thing wasn't constructed to have like a bad day like it's just it's, it's it makes sense now that you say that but well I, I they don't know what to do if there's lightning either like there was lightning what was it maybe Raiders Chargers a couple years yeah, ago something yeah. Like that. And they stop the game, even though it has a cover, because, like, the sideways lightning might come in. And then the lightning continued, but the NFL was like, you know what, let's just play. 
<laughs> because, I mean, I was driving by the stadium, literally driving on the freeway by the stadium, saw lightning all over the sky and was listening on the radio. And they're like, all right, we're going to kick it. And I was like, damn, okay. So they don't really, you know, there's not a lot of protocol when it comes to the league in that place and how to get everything done there. But the league made that multi-billionaire Cronky with his bow tie build them a giant shrine to gladiator NFL football on the West Coast. They made them put the Chargers in there for $1 a year. They made them build the NFL Network Mecca. It's all right there in Inglewood. And for better or for worse, it's here. And it's an attraction. But don't throw a college football party unless you're willing to actually have the damn party. I want to stay in in the college ranks and stay out here in, in Southern California. Um, it, it you know there's been conversations that all obviously when when a season ends everybody talks about can they win it again and who's going to be up for the Heisman. I actually think Caleb is the first the first player in, in quite a while that I think can get it two times in a row. Now I've heard there's a rumor out there that the the NIL deals or the NIL rules in Ohio are are still a little a little I guess there and and that Marvin Harrison Jr. could possibly leave and go to USC for an NIL deal that's yeah. more attractive. I I'm hearing that out there. If if that happens, you gotta believe that, you know, Caleb is is going to be up for the Heisman. Do do you think that he can he can repeat as the Heisman Trophy winner. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to do uh, because of the injury. Once, yeah, uh, injury factor and people being fatigued. USC certainly has the cachet to pull it off. I remember Leinert looked like he was going to maybe repeat, but then Reggie Bush ended up winning the Heisman, which is really hard, you know, from the same team because a lot of the time those guys will split the vote. And look, they already attracted Addison to come and, mm-hmm. and use USC and, and pole vault it into the future. And they even let him wear Carson Palmer's number. And the guy opted out of the freaking bowl game. <sighs> but so, right. uh, so I guess, <laughs> right. uh, I guess, uh, you know, that door's wide open for the best wide receiver in the country to come play with the best quarterback in the country. Stranger things have happened. It would upset a lot of people in Ohio state who think of their program as the absolute peak of football. But as I said, the slopes of Everest are strewn with bodies. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I guess uh, I, I guess it's not beyond the realm of possibility. Just whenever there's a repeat Heisman campaign or that kind of talk, something always happens, right? They yeah, tweak your sure. ankle, miss a couple weeks, come back. But I think he's going to have a great year because he's just so damn willful. And I really can't argue with the way the guy plays the guy plays his absolute ass off and doesn't make a lot of mistakes out there and really tried to overcome usc's huge deficiency that got worse and worse as the season went on on the defensive side of the ball so i i think it's very very possible that he wins the heisman i mean lincoln riley's always got that guy it seems that really lights it up the one difference about caleb williams i thought until the very end of the year, the last two games, through November, he was really surging and playing his best football. And that's how you win a Heisman Trophy. We, we get all hyped up about Lincoln Riley players usually in September, early October. 
But when they get it going in November, that's when they win the Heisman. And we'll see. USC is going to have Oregon this year coming up. They're going to have Washington. They're going to have a, a lot of teams on the schedule that they didn't. They're going to have to go to Notre Dame. So there will be a, there'll be a lot of tests for him. But I, I think that as far as repeating, I don't think anybody I've ever seen in my lifetime would have a better chance uh, just looking at it on paper here in January looking forward to next year. Now, does he have a better chance? And by the way, Petros Papadakis joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter at the old P. Does he have a better chance if he continues to paint his fingernails or no? Like, you you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, to me, God, I'm worried about my lizard. My lizard's just laying there. I think he's asleep. I don't know. That's what you call it? No, I have this lizard now. What it's kind of lizard is it? It's a bearded a dragon. A bearded oh, nice. dragon. It's going to okay. get big. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this like in, in like a, a case or display? It's in like a terrarium, a... yeah. Okay. I, I thought maybe it was just like a... Well, I'm trying like to learn outside. to care for it. I, 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 there was, it was like a gag gift and nobody wanted it at this gift exchange I went. And I was like, <laughs> I'll, take, <laughs> Wait, I'll take the list. Wait, Wait, they're giving away on. bearded dragons at white elephant parties? Somebody <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> did they really? So I was that like, should... and everybody got all mad. And I was like, dude, give me the damn lizard. So Isn't that an unwritten rule? Like you can't bring live animals to that? Yeah, that's why people were pissed. And so, <laughs> who brought I took it? A, a friend of mine who works in a prison. So I brought it. Uh, <laughs> he's a fe- federal prison. So. Uh, oh, okay. So you're talking about like white collar crimes. You know it, the stories he tells me. It doesn't feel that way, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me an example, Petros? I just, uh, look, pr- prison's a, a bad place. Let's just put it like You ever seen American Me? Oh, wow. It's funny. Everyone seems to make the federal prisons out to be like it's, you know, guys guys in jumpsuits playing croquet or playing tennis on yeah, nice, is, nicely grass That is courts. not the case on Terminal Island in Long Beach. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, now I have this lizard, and yesterday, you know, I fed him as mealworm. And he ate it all fast, and he's been laying on his freaking thing ever since. Almost dead to the world. Think he ate too fast? I don't know. No, he's just collecting that heat. That's all. Yeah, you got a hot rock in there, Petros? I got a light on him. And yeah. then, you know, when the sun comes out, I turn it to the daytime light. Hmm. Think, think you need a hot rock. You put it on the bottom, and yeah, they can lay out. Give him a hot rock. Yeah, man. they lay out. Did you on think the, about uh, releasing it into the wild? A bearded dragon? I don't know. Yeah, the Palace Verdes? Yeah. That'd be great. No, they're solitary lizards. They like, uh, they, he wants to be cared for. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, you know, trying to help you out. How Paul. big is this lizard? Because I'm it's looking at pictures. It's not big now. It's going to get big. Yeah. But it's going to get big. I mean, they're mean looking. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? He's actually very nice. But I'm worried he's dead. Oh. Move. <laughs> <laughs> What do you get? This happens last week. He's not a. He's not a very tough looking lizard. No, no. It's a bearded dragon. Is I'm that what you tr- said? I'm trying to figure out who thought that was a good idea to bring to a white elephant party. This thing can know. live for ten to fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I hope so. Who's the a hole that gave that as a white elephant gift? The prison warden, dude. Where did the prison Don't mess warden? With it. He's scary as hell. He's the warden. No, but we call him that. He comes home from work with his hands all bruised. Said, I really got into it today. We had a, he's the guy that if they're like, you know, if a dude says he's not coming out of his cell, they don't just say like, okay, 
You know, they send in like a whole group of dudes in oh, like yeah. riot gear. An extraction team. Yeah, extraction. Exactly, LeVar. Yeah. And then they strap yeah. them to a bed for hours so they calm down. It's like the uh, the guy who got beat up after he, him and his buddies tried to take advantage of Dufresne at Shawshank. And then he ended up never walking again. I think his name was Bob yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah like, they, he was doing his in. taxes. He did his taxes. You know, Petros, you know they sell... Uh, like clothing, like pieces of, of like clothing for bearded dragons online. I'm looking at a cowboy hat you can get for your bearded dragon right no, now. No, I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got, no, I'm into all that stuff, outfit. but I need to keep the damn thing alive. <laughs> um, can, can I ask this as we transition maybe back to sports? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just, like, I'm concerned about the lizard. I'm concerned too. I'm Dead more for man. you than the lizard. But, but you know, this is uh, what happened last week. I came down here to do your show and I was like, why isn't he moving? Hmm. Oh, maybe he's not alive. I don't know. They have dragon dragon wings well, for, it, for the oh, bearded, Can I ask uh, this, Petros? Are, are the Lakers' playoff hopes alive? No. I mean, I know it's early, but, I mean, it's just what, – what's happening with the Lakers right now? Don't make me talk about the Lakers. Mm. <laughs> I mean, fo- college football season's over with. The NFL's almost wrapping up. Obviously, the you know, the Chargers – Dude, I just hate Rams going are. through the, the whole – I mean, we all go through the – we just do the play for the Lakers. It's like we all read our lines from our town. LeBron built this team. He wanted all these guys. They're all from his friends or his own agency, and he wanted Westbrook. And then we have to go through the motions to listen to him complain about how, oh, you know, I don't play for meaningless games to get stats. No, that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> it's like... I, it's so weird. No, LeBron's getting impatient. Oh, Sam Amick wrote about LeBron's impatience in the USA Today. Oh, everybody better. This will go through the media cycle. we got to talk about how mad LeBron is. What are they going to do? It's like the Lakers are leveraged up the ass forever, just like the Rams, because they wanted this guy. And they let him take control. They handed him the keys. And you look at the Twitter and Rob Palenka's trending or Jeannie Buss is trending. It's like the only reason they should be trending is because they gave the franchise away to LeBron James. And now we have to go through this charade with him. He's one of the best players of all time. He's ageless. Who knows what he's pumped in his body to make him 39 years. His his head looks like a giant block, uh, (laughs) which is great. I mean, God bless him. Happy for him. But uh, but the fact that it's happening as uh, under the flag of the Lakers, which is supposed to be one of the great franchises in the history of sport, it just uh, it really does not feel like the Lakers of my childhood or even of the Kobe and Shaq era or really anything. It feels like LeBron James and LeBron James Incorporated and Clutch Sports and the stupid barbershop show and all the other crap that we deal with with LeBron has taken the Lakers, and that is the brand until he's done with it. And I think it turns a lot of people in L.A. off. The Lakers do not have the cachet in this town that they used to. Uh, even the, A lot of it is because they priced out most of their real fans at Staples Center, and that's a epidemic within the NBA largely across the league. But the Lakers, I just don't think people relate to him the same way they used to because of the way LeBron has handled himself and handled the franchise. And you can blame Rob and Jeannie because they, they did it to themselves. They gave it to him. I don't know 
who wouldn't in the NBA. It seems like a lot of people wanted to take that deal. But be careful what you wish for because it kind of feels like the Lakers are in basketball purgatory ever since LeBron showed up. And I know they won that pandemic thing, but so did the Dodgers. And people are still really pissed off about those results too. He is Petros Papadakis. He is the co-host of the Petros Money Show on AM570 LA Sports. You can get him on Twitter. Stay at the on the clock! By the way, uh, Petros, I know you've been asking sort of what's the status of the lizard that you have there, your bearded dragon. All right, so I know you were asking what the status But we were able to reach out. We have a reptile expert with us here on the line. Uh, so here is the update for you on your bearded dragon. You smell that? Smells like someone died. No, I think that's inappropriate. You know, Petros. that is really unfair. So cool. I, I apologize, Petros. Freaking Johnny Ringo. I don't know. I don't know why th- that anybody thought that was appropriate here for Morning Drive. That is it's terrible. Not. I, would I mean, I, I, I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to. I haven't I had know. a pet since I was a child. <laughs> since my wiener dog. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean your SoFi Stadium hot dog? Is that what you're about? <laughs> <Scrote> dog. <laughs> uh, Petros, we appreciate they built, it. They, they built that place for movie stars to sit in uh, suites and watch the game. They didn't build it for regular yeah. people to park and have a good time. It sucks. And hand out chicken wings during the game. Yeah. There was wings? Yeah. In some places, yeah. Get some wings. Uh, Get you some wings. Petros, we... A lot of game is still going. Stay on the clock. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, You're almost done. Way to go. 10,000 hours on the air for everybody. (laughs) Hey, Pac-Man. There he is. Petros Papadakis. uh, Always a a good time catching up with uh, Petros here. I didn't think he was actually being serious that he had a, a bearded dragon, but it was there. No, he he just... sounds like he was being serious. <laughs> he was, absolutely. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.